Welcome to the 12th episode of the Principal Cast Podcast, hosted by myself, Spike Cook, and my wonderful, fantabulous co-host, <laughs> Teresa Stagger. Teresa, how are you doing today? I, I'm telling you what, every time we do this intro, there there are more adjectives, so I'm, I'm kind of excited. I'm doing fantabulous, thank you. That's because we've done it about three times, and <laughs> I was thinking a little bit about the movie Groundhog Day. So it's like we work on our intros three times a night, and then maybe we'll get it right. Because as you do say, we feel bad for Jeff sometimes because he really is working with some He's amateurs. He's working with amateurs. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> and we are going to attempt to discuss uh, you know, December. It's the most busiest time of the year. It is and the busiest time of the year. It's so busy that we're actually missing somebody. That's right. We're missing Jessica. We're missing Jessica because she is uh, she's home with one of her little munchkins who's got the flu, which it's going around. So I'm surprised it actually hasn't hit more of us. But we're we're praying for a for a quick recovery for uh, for Jessica's little baby. I was hoping that she would just have her microphone somewhere, you know, near her, so that in between, you know, trips. Um, <laughs> To the bathroom, or when her video and audio pauses, maybe that would be the time. You know, if we could like, if we could plan it out and time it the right way, that could actually be kind of cool. That could be well, especially with her video and audio. Yeah, and but apparently the place that things are freezing now is not actually in Wisconsin or in Michigan. I understand that uh, Southern New Jersey is pretty frozen, gentlemen. Teresa, do you know how frozen it is? We had about. Seven or eight inches of snow drop here today. And if you were watching the Philadelphia Eagles game, they were playing, I don't know if you've ever heard this team, the Detroit Lions. That's the city that you're from, right? Yeah, that's the okay. one. Yeah, we were and watching that game. The whole nation was able to see what was going on here. And Jeff and I are, you know, minutes from the uh, stadium. So we got about that much snow. But I still haven't gotten the call. So as far as I know, I'm on for tomorrow. My kids are off and my wife is off. Well, it looks like they're going to have a fun snow day without you. Yeah, because I did all the work, and I did all the shoveling <laughs> for myself and my next-door neighbor. So, so, this is, so this is a perfect segue into our show because, hey, you never know what's going to happen in December. You could get a nasty snowstorm. You have uh -huh. to shovel yourself out, and you still have to lead a building. Absolutely. You know what? We... Uh, I was talking to, you know, this is the first time I've been on the opposite side of music concerts in December, and the only day that we could get a music concert scheduled in my building, because my music teacher is only there on Thursdays, and she's in other buildings and other places um, all the other days, so the only day we can do it is, is December 19th, and December 20th is our last day for the year. And I told her that in eight years of teaching, I had two years that my music class or my music concerts were had to be rescheduled because they were snowed out. And both of those years, we couldn't actually have the concert because it ended up that we, there were no more dates in December. We had to move them into January. And it's something that you don't think about, but who wants to listen to Christmas songs in January? What do you do? It's a good question because if we were to have this next week, We'd be in the same boat because yeah. next Monday is our uh, spring concert. Or no, it's not our spring concert. It's our winter concert. No, no, we do we do snow in the spring. <laughs> you guys don't have snow in the spring. <laughs> Rock <No>. State. <laughs> so what's been going on with you? I feel like I haven't talked with you much. What's been going on? What's how's life treating you? I've been hiding. Um, we had a they called it an accreditation visit, but it was actually more of an audit this week. So that is you know what we've been working on since the beginning of time so um, it's over now and we have our list of things that we need to go through and fix so I finally feel like the year is kind of starting and that's exciting because it's this huge weight off of your chest so so what is that all about because you you really were like knee-deep in that like what's yeah predation and it it's they they sent us this huge list of about 48 things that they're checking and it's because our accreditations go every five years, and this is the third year into the five-year cycle. So 
The third year they come in, they check all of our personnel files to make sure that everything is exactly how it's supposed to be, that we have all the certifications, that everything is in order the way that they want it. We have, um, they check to make sure that, you know, we have all of our health department inspections are up to date, that we've done all of our fire drills, that we've done our lockdown drills, that we did the tornado drills, that um, we have our um, technology plan in place, that uh, I mean, everything you can imagine. They check our handbooks. They just go through everything and make sure that it is what it's supposed to do. And then they give us a list of things that they would like updated, corrected, fixed, etc. And then we call them to come back later, and they come back and and just check off that you know those things that had to be fixed. But it's been the thing that everybody's stressed about since the beginning of the school year. So now that it's over, it's kind of nice. That is nice. Well. Yeah. And how often do you have to do this? Once every three years. Okay. It just worked so you, out well that it was my first year. <laughs> well, I don't think that there's been enough first thing, first year things happening so, to you. I, I agree. It's been a pretty, pretty non-eventful school year. So you know, really, this was good. <laughs> I don't know how you do it. I just don't know how. <laughs> a lot I don't of food know and how. coffee. Yes, because you're balancing a lot, and you're balancing, you know, the whole newness of this whole thing. So it's it's really cool to kind of live vicariously through you. Because I had a crazy first year, but it's no, it's pales in comparison to your your first year. <laughs> if if anything, oh oh, Jeff says it's it's that oh Peggy sees it on Chrome now. Sorry, I just jumped into the thing, and uh, I just jumped into the chat room, and Jeff says it's because the Eagles won today. That's exactly what it is, Jeff. I just got kicked out of TeacherCast.TV. I don't know what's happening right now. Well, you're still here with me. You don't have That's any... Right. We're good. It's just... It's just we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. It doesn't matter. We're good. It doesn't it, matter. We're good. It's, we're good. We'll, we'll send the recording. It's fine. So, it's so how funny. is your... Uh, how is your week? How is your... What's been going on with you? You know, I've been sort of knee-deep in... This pro, this pilot that we're doing, and I'm not talking about like the FAA. Uh, I'm not going for my pilot license, but we're piloting a. Uh, did you like that? You used to laugh more at my jokes. I think I used to laugh. I'm just. I'm. It's part of what I put in in our in our notes is that um, I I have been my sciatic nerve in my back went out like two days before Thanksgiving. And it's been like screeching for the last two and a half weeks, and I, I'm just I'm really struggling with it. So if I'm not laughing, it's just because it hurts. <laughs> it's, it I have hurts a big, so much. I have laugh. a big pillow behind my back, and I'm just trying not to like. I'm I'm out of pain pills, and I have to go back and see my other doctor, who's like an hour away, and it's such a hassle. So it's really only because of that. It sounds These like it's a big so very pain. Funny. It's a big pain in your in my rear. <laughs> where it is. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly where it is. Well, you're so, more than welcome to stand up while we're doing this show. No one will ever know the difference, especially those who are listening on iTunes. That's right. So, uh, speaking of iTunes, did you know that we were in the new and noteworthy section? I did, and isn't that cool? That is really cool. And I, I am to so, I'm so amazing. I, I wanted to check back and see too, because at the end of the last podcast, we had asked, um, we had done our our um, what is it called? Our call to action, and asked some people to come in and um, and put ratings in. Or um, yeah, to show us some love, to show yeah, us some, show us some love. love. So I wanted to see. I wanted to jump in and see real time what we had going on there because I saw a couple earlier in the week, and then I got lost. Well, one of my favorite voxes that I got this week from our producer Jeff Bradbury, also known as AKA at TeacherCast was when he gave us some updates of our show numbers and I'm, I just want to say to everybody listening that we were ecstatic and we were so pleased yes. at the people who are listening out there and the amount of support that we're getting in just a short amount of time. Yeah, it actually makes it, I'm going to be totally honest because you know we're never totally honest on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be totally honest and I, it almost makes it, I, like, I, feel, I feel more nervous about it now because I had... I had kind of been going under the assumption that like the only people <laughs> like the only people that, that were watching us were the people that were in the chat room. So now that I know that there are so many people listening to it afterwards, it's it's I'm not gonna lie, it's humbling and it's a little more frightening. I noticed that you did your hair and um I actually you know, you decorated. 
<laughs> I need to decorate. I got out of the store and I decorated. It's Christmas now, just for it all is. of you. It is. It's Christmas in Michigan. I'm gonna keep it the is. Christmas tree up until March. <laughs> it's so awesome, but we are we are so excited. We are so yes, so very excited. We really are. So, and Jess was too. So yeah. And and we have a lot of cool things coming up for 2014. But you know, I would say the most of my time has been spent the last week or two getting ready to make a, a presentation to the rest of my district about our pilot for Reading Street. We are piloting in K to five. We hadn't had a reading program in about ten years, and we were able to get this free pilot okay. through Pearson, and they have been phenomenal with us. So. We've been doing a lot of preparation for that. I've been working a lot with my lit coach. And on Tuesday, we're going to be presenting it to the rest of the elementary schools, our principal, I mean, I'm sorry, our superintendent, assistant superintendent, supervisors, to give them an update about what's going on, some pros and cons to it, and then see if it's something that they want to start coming over and uh, kicking the wheels or kicking the tires a little bit. That's cool. Yeah, we're excited. Yeah, you should be. That's really neat. That's And that's exciting. It's cool to have a uh, a new um, a new program like that. We have a we have a reading program that we use um, in general, but we're kind of I don't know. We're I, I feel like we're in the middle of of redoing everything. <laughs> like right. we're, we have our Title One, um, you know, our Title One. Uh, we're we're a part of a school district that has Title One funding, right. but they've kind of changed the the geography for where everybody has to be um, to for Title I and so it ends up being really a pain and so we're trying to to incorporate RTI now. Oh and cool. It, yeah and, and because I used it when we were in, in when I was in the school district I was in before we had a really good RTI program so um, so it's something that I'm comfortable with and some of the teachers are comfortable with but you know it, it does take some take some uh, getting used to and a lot of training but at least you know we're able to help those kids who who probably aren't getting helped. I'll tell you it has been such an amazing experience to go through the RTI experience because I look at the way that we identify kids now for basic skills and interventions and it's become very data centered and it's really taken a lot of the guesswork about things that you know, normally we just used to say, well, this kid's a little itchy. I think he needs basic skills. Right. So right. Sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's a really, really great program. And I feel like it helps, um, you know, for people who don't receive Title I funding, it allows you to to help and service so many more students. And, and the students who are not yet behind but are close, you know, right. They may not have qualified for Title I services, but you know they would if we let it go for another year. Exactly. So yeah, that's so, a big help. Yeah, I think I think you'll you'll have a lot of help um, with it hopefully, and uh, I'll let me know. I'll let you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Good. December, uh, we're yes. about eight days in, and I'm sure you're starting to feel it. What's your school like? I mean. I can only imagine what it's like with the teachers and the kids, and that's kind of our topic tonight to talk about, you know, how busy this month is with the holidays and with the concerts and, you know, all the things that are going yeah. on, and, and it certainly impacts us as leaders to, oh, try, to, to, to try to just deal with this, you know. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I, I'm in such a, such a, a, a weird um, situation, I feel like, because I have... I have the ability to make the calendar and change the calendar. And the reason I bring that up is um, in Michigan, there's a law, like we talked about earlier in the year, there's a law that you can't go back um, to school after until after Labor Day. Okay. And there's also a law that says that we can't go back to school January 2nd. Because oh, okay. they were worried about so many people traveling on the first that it wasn't safe. So now we go back. You can only go back on the third, as the earliest you can go back. And because the third falls on a Friday this year, we have December twentieth as our last day of school, and we mm -hmm. go back on Monday the sixth. So we have a full two-week vacation, which doesn't always happen depending on how the calendar falls. Right. So um, apparently. The, the principal that was there that was in my building before me set the calendar for this year. 
and they set the calendar with the last day of school being a full day of school on December 20th. And apparently, the teachers have always, it's always been a half day, forever, forever and ever and ever. And so that was the first thing they wanted changed was they said, we, you know, we've always had a half day, what can we do? I said, you know, I, I, have, I have a hard time making a half day when we already have two full weeks vacation. Right. Like, it just feels like if it was a week and a half, if it was, you know, seven or eight days, it, it, you know, it's a different story. But I don't, I just don't know that I can justify making a half day on top of a two and a half week break or a two week break. So that's been kind of a, a struggle. And now it's, you know, it's a big joke. I told them what we'll do instead is we had a half day for Holy Thursday you know, before Easter. So now right. we'll just take that as a full day and you've got your extra half day off. It's just at a different time. But, um, so it's been, uh, but it, you know, it's, it's crazy. And we had, you know, St. Nicholas came and visited our school on, uh, on so Friday. Right, yeah. So, you know, for those of you who don't know the tradition of St. Nicholas, he used to, um, the, the children who maybe weren't receiving gifts, I think it was in Germany, um, would, you know, students who were or children who were in a in a poor neighborhood maybe weren't getting gifts would uh, put their shoes out the night before December sixth, and Saint Nicholas would come by and fill them with candy and toys and gifts. So Saint Nicholas came by our school, and he dropped all of the kids a, a little um, bag that had an orange in it and some chocolate and things like that. And so Friday was a total mess. <laughs> it was a total disaster. Because you know <laughs> when there's everywhere. a change in the schedule, they're done. You know, there's right. shoes everywhere. The kids are walking around with one shoe on. There it was a complete <laughs> nightmare. <That's laughs> awesome. It was so much fun. And so it's okay. But that you know is cool. this is and I try to explain to my first year teachers, this is the beginning of the end for December. You you can't you can't assume that you will be able really to teach a whole lot that's new in December. Right. And, and you have to be okay with that, and you have to plan accordingly to it, because if not, you're just going to frustrate yourself. I think you make a good point, and I was looking in the chat box, and, um, you know, Craig says that they've had, you know, like four assemblies this week, and, you yeah. know, it just seems that, that this is what happens in December, you know, with the schools. There's so many different things that are going on, and there's so many... <clears throat> disruptions and whatnot. So, like for instance, on Friday we had a uh, this thing called Coats for Kids, where uh, local uh, the local motorsports actually this big huge racetrack in Millville uh, hosts all the elementary schools, and you know we pick about twenty or thirty kids that are uh, deserving of getting you know a new coat and gloves and yeah. stuff like that, and they get a free lunch out of it. So, so there's that, and then That's you have cool. you know the different activities that are going on and assemblies and whatnot, but oh. you know what, one of the things that I wanted to talk about tonight, I've seen some cool things that it, when I've been doing my walkthroughs is uh, like compare contrast activities about holidays because I know that a lot of times, oh. especially in the public schools, you know, it, you have to um, have a very um, specific agenda when you're dealing with holidays because of the separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. And actually I actually was going to tweet out a link about that. So uh, we're very cognizant of that. So what what I found that a lot of the teachers are doing are, you know, a lot of compare contrast uh, activities about how different cultures celebrate their yes. holidays, um, you know, and have the students compared about how they're doing it here and how they're doing it throughout the world. Yeah, we did something similar to that too. Um, they were doing they do graphs in the hallway because with it being a Catholic school. Right. We all, for the most part, we do have some students who aren't Catholic, but they're still Christian. We do celebrate the same holidays, but we also teach, obviously, you know, what's going on in other cultures. And so it was really neat to walk through the hallways and see what the students are learning and how their, you know, their graphs or their um, dioramas or, you know, whatever it is that they're doing that's that's showing all of the different things. It's really neat. Are you tweeting that out or do you want me to do it? I'm going to tweet that out. Yeah, okay. that's pretty cool. So um, even though it is a Catholic school, you are having the kids take a look at the different cultures. Yeah, yeah. They learn about all the different cultures. They learn about, you know, different areas in the world. I mean, it's a great – I love I love what the teachers do. And, in fact, the, one of the coolest things that I saw was Halloween. Mm -hmm. When Halloween came because – I mean, Halloween even has two different – you know, depending on, 
if you're looking at the the Catholic slash Christian side of it, you know, it's all Hallows, all Hallows Eve. It's really just a celebration of the day before All Saints Day. Okay. Or you know that Halloween that we do now, where we go around trying to scare people and you know ghosts and goblins and all that good stuff. So zombies and vampires. Exactly. And... So we have a little bit different in our um, in our building. We don't we don't do when the kids come in and they're in their costumes, they're not allowed to do anything that's witchcraft or um, anything really scary. We, we focus more on the, um, the Christian side of it, whereas it's, you know, a pre celebration to the saints day. Mm -hmm. But what they did was the eighth graders went and they did all this really, really cool, um, uh, research, and mm-hmm. they they made all these posters, and they did the the teacher took them into the tech lab, and they made these like information graphics, like the infographics that you see on the internet all over. The yeah. Place. Oh, really? They and, made yeah, and they made these infographics about the different countries and what they do and what it's called, and it was so cool. That's cool. Yeah, that and she hung cool. them up in the hallway. It was, I mean, just really, really cool. So, it's I'm always excited when I see when I see things because I think. Part of um, part of our in in the United States, part of our culture and the way that the world sees us is that we are stuck on what we do. And I think, you know, like Canada knows more about the United States than we do about Canada. You know, they learn more about it. And I feel like we have to, you know, we have to teach these the kids about what's happening in other places in the world because now it's a global economy now it's a, you know the teachers the kids are going to go other places I think that's such a good point that you make because although when you look at it from the outside in it's like we have you know, freedom of religion you know right. we have you know free appropriate public education for everyone right. but m- the majority of people fall in the same type of categories yes. so in doing that like sort of judeo christian you know, sort of uh, beliefs. I think it's great when we are, and and I think technology's helped out a lot with this, where we can do you know some compare contrast about how other people are celebrating holidays or how other people are interacting you know with each other or how they go to school. And I think that's right. I think that's great because you know as opposed to becoming insular and you know right. only learning about ourselves. Mm-hmm. You know, I think I think the kids appreciate more what's going on when they do find out what's going on in the other. Uh, countries. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, Nick, uh, in the in the chat room, um, let me find it. Hold on. Uh, Nick Connor is saying that they they actually have the twentieth off this year, which is new because they typically have a full day, of, uh-huh. a full day of school. But a lot of his families travel internationally. So the absence oh, rate is cool. always really high the week before break. So I had just sent a. a message out to ask where he lives if they travel internationally because like we had where I taught before we had a lot of families that that had families in Canada mm-hmm. um, but that's not you know they you know they live in Toronto and we're you know a three-hour drive so including the border crossing you know so it's that's not really for us it's you know we can get across there and back with our driver's license because we have an enhanced license that covers that stuff so it's not oh, even really that. like a like an international travel. Oh, he says they have a lot of first-generation immigrant families, Central America, Eastern Europe, and Asia. That is very cool. And that's that is really cool. neat because the kids learn so much from each other. He's in Chicagoland. See, the thing about our school is, and I wish we had that, and, and it, was a, it was a good discussion that we had this week because, uh, for instance, we're on Friday we're bringing in uh, a guy from the Department of Homeland Security. He's an engineer, and he's going to be doing this project with our fifth graders. They're going to be launching rockets and stuff like that. That's cool. You know, and I know him from my son's karate school, and he mentioned how he went to his kid's school and did that. And I, you know, just uh, off a of whim asked him to do it for us, and he said, "Of course," because we don't have parents that are engineers. You know what I mean? Right. We have a different demographic, so when we look to highlight these type of things and provide information and access to kids, you know, sometimes we have to pull them from 
you know, other areas. And he's so interested about coming in. So I'd lo I can't wait for that. I'm going to def we'll definitely have some video and whatnot. But I think it's another thing, you know, where you get to, you know, when we're trying to create global citizens here, you know, how do you do that? You know, how, how do schools make sure that they're uncovering all these things for kids so that they can have their horizons broaden? Yeah, I think that's a really important thing. And I'm going to bring up um, just just knew um, what our topic was, obviously, because she was preparing for... Um, I think she came up with it, actually. She, uh, yeah, she was... She's um, just... She, yeah, she just... It was so a list. She's dedicated. Thing, obviously. In between <laughs> her child getting sick, she, she came yeah. up with our topic for tonight. I mean, she's an amazing person. Uh, she really is. And she said, um, she said, I don't think I'll make it, but I did want to share this tidbit. She said, and this was on our Voxer... Um, that she sent us earlier. It says, I always remind teachers that this time of year can be stressful for our students, especially those in poverty, whether it's a student whose parents are threatening that Santa won't come, hearing parents complain or concern about money, uh, worrying about where they will be for the two weeks vacation when school is the safest place, at place etc. This is a time when when some of our neediest students can exhibit undesirable behavior that are a result of the stress of the season. And that is 1,000% true. Um, I know I dealt with it the school that I used to teach at. We had our, our EI class, our emotionally impaired class. Um, the days before and after holidays were the most horrible days ever because they knew that they were leaving the only structure that they had. and that it, they, it just didn't work for them. And then when they came back, they had been they had been spending two weeks, you know, at home, maybe not eating good meals, maybe not at all, you know, no structure to their lives. It's a it's a really tough. If 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 you don't understand that, um, you could be really, um, you could you yeah. Get and it's off Peggy's guard, is the know. same thing. You can and and you can be doing damage to the student too, because. They're already the reason that they are are reaching out, even though it's a negative. It may be a negative behavior issue. Is because they're scared and they're stressed. And if we right. can't um, can't can't read that, you know, it makes for a harder. Peggy says it's true even for summer breaks. It's true losing the structure. Um, Craig says yes, no doubt. Sometimes the time of difference, the time of differences of difficulty. It's true. It's very yeah. hard. I've been in a couple parent conferences in November, December, and I've literally had parents say to their kids that, you know, whatever offense they did is going to jeopardize their Christmas. And I always thought that was so interesting because I'm thinking, I think you're going a little harsh on them because it wasn't that big of a deal. You know, like I almost felt like, oh, I shouldn't even have called you about this. Right. But I think what part of that is, is an out. Yeah. So that if Christmas doesn't come, because right. it may not or it may not be quite what they had imagined because of their economic situation, then they can go back to saying, basically, it's putting it on the school. So, you you know, your behavior in school right. made it so that we couldn't have Christmas. And what and a horrible thing for a child to carry around. Oh, uh, it it's horrible. And I... I I completely agree, and we actually have data that backs it up that um, our PBIS numbers, we use the uh, positive behaviors yep. uh, in, in, in schools you know, for support, and it tracks our data. We have our highest numbers of uh, major office discipline referrals and minors on Mondays and Fridays. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, that makes sense. It makes sense. So Total the sense. whole idea... And I think I think this also gets in, also into the structure though too. I do want to put some of this on the teachers because what I find is, and I know Jessica is very passionate about this. When we get to this time of the year and we start pushing the brakes a little bit, right, and we lose some of the structure, then that also impacts the kids as well. It sure does. And I and I hate to say it, it's not about just doing fun activities or putting videos on. That's not what I'm talking about because I've seen people do things with videos or fun projects that are completely integrated into the curriculum. And I'm not saying that you have to teach, you know, math till 3:30 on December 20th, you know, every year. Right. But I think 
I think some of that does impact them when the teachers back off a little bit and it's and it's and it's a perceived fun time. I don't know. Do you do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I do. It's you know, and that's like I said, that was in in the um, where I used to teach. That was it was a struggle. You couldn't. We couldn't have those days in some of those mean? classes. We couldn't have those like put the break on days. Because Why? It, it was, just was the culture, or yeah, no, no. I mean, we could do it. We were allowed to do it, but with some of the classes, with some of the students, you couldn't have those days because it became, and it, it blew up. I mean, it was oh, like oh, a free for all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because okay. the kids, they need, they have to, some some students have to have that structure, and yes, when you start pulling you it away, even if it is fun time, it totally throws them off. It's a mess. You know, it's interesting. Some of the best assemblies that I thought I've had, and we've had some really cool ones over the time that I've been there. It's just just the way that our gym is, the way that the audio is, the way that the the music and all that kind of stuff. And guarantee you that when if I went back and I picked out my two or three best assemblies that we've had, mm-hmm. action-packed, interesting, fun type of things, guarantee we've always had three or four incidents within those. Kids can't just handle oh. it, just like you said. Like they get all kind, yeah. of, they get all kind of crazy, you yeah. know. So it's sometimes I understand why people, you know, really want to just kind of stri- stick to the plan yeah. and not get kids too excited because you get them out of that sequence. You know, this is what I expect when I go to school. I come in, they take attendance, blah blah blah. You know, I pack yep. my book bag and blah, and then I leave. And like you said earlier, and I think it was a really good point. They thrive on that. They want that. Because sometimes they don't have that, and then you, then we think, well, hey, we don't want to be boring. It's not 1950 anymore. Right. And then here we end up creating new problems that we may not have thought we were having to begin with. Yeah, and and the time that we are trying to make fun for the kids ends up being more stressful than anything. And I, it's 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 hard. It's but it's and but you have to know your students. You know, you have to know whether or not that is, you know, that's that's something that you can do. Students need more holiday videos, Jeff says. <laughs> there, we, uh, Nick says, we absolutely have kids who get so excited that they lose their ability to self-regulate. With younger middle grades, I feel like it's a fine line to skirt between engagement and overstimulation, and it's true. And sometimes they're either so overstimulated or they're so thrown off. I mean, we used to joke about it with the kindergartners and the first graders because you've got your kids who, like, oh, there was a change in the routine. We had a fire drill at 10 o'clock in the morning, and now the whole day is shot. But you know what? Sometimes it is. Sometimes. Sometimes. A fire, that's right. Sometimes a fire drill at 10 o'clock in the morning it throws everybody off because they they can't bring it back and you just you have to know that about their your kids you just do and and not necessarily I, and you you pointed this out too spike not as the principal but this goes back on the teachers the teachers know their students much better than you do as the principal and even even my newer teachers you know, will know the students better than I do. The, even the ones who came in partway through the year, the one who's been here for three weeks, she knows those kids better than I do. She knows what she can do in these next couple of weeks and still have them focused and Focus, alert. yeah. Well, you know, as a as a little sidebar, you'll you and Jeff will love this. We had a fire drill at ten o'clock when band mm-hmm. was going. <gasps> And our band has probably tripled in the last year. That's awesome. So kids wanted to take their instruments out with them during the fire drill because they just didn't know any better. <laughs> it was so, it was it was <laughs> Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? Yeah, you put you do? you're supposed yeah. to put that bad boy on the chair, get up and you know, and walk run. out. But they just kind of <laughs> they just kinda of lost themselves a little bit. And some of them are so new to the to band, you know. So um we, were... we had a funny story about band. As as most of you know, I was a music major in school, and I taught music um, while I was um, I taught K K five um, general music and band, and I was in the wind symphony at Wayne State University, which is in Detroit, when I was in college. And we had um, our band director was 
you know, like every other band director in college. You know, this is, oh, Nick says he comes from the band choir director world. So Interesting. Says, You'll understand this too, Nick. He says, he says, you know, the, you, I mean, you, you live and breathe band. Like you, every, everything that you do, you have to be thinking about how this is going to affect band. And we never, you could never miss a rehearsal. Never. I had a funeral that I had to go to and he was like, you can go, but you better be back for rehearsal at 3.30. That's funny. But we had a, one of our, one of our, um, people who played in, in the, the uh, Wind Symphony with us lived in Howell, which is a good, at least a 50-minute drive um, into Detroit. And he was there every day, every day, every day. And at 4, four 5 o'clock in the morning, his house caught on fire. The house burned oh, no. to the ground. And the only thing that he had was the clothes on his back and his bassoon. And he showed up to rehearsal that day with his bassoon and his <laughs> and and our band director was like, "See, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, nobody can ever miss a rehearsal. You know, it was totally crazy. Totally crazy. That's funny. That's yeah. that is funny. Yeah. Well, I sent out a link uh, early, a little bit earlier about you know a couple activities that people can do during the holidays to kind of do the you know the you know, to celebrate and then also, you know, ensure that, you know, all the different holidays are uh, talked about. I saw a couple interesting things when I popped in the, the, the chat box. One of the things that Peggy had asked about doing fire drills was a little off topic, but doing fire drills during lunch. Yeah, so, I was and, responding to that. Yeah, we need to get to that part because uh, I think it's important to make sure that we do it at, at all different times. Yeah. But you're right, that does have impact on on the kids. Yeah, it's just, it's you know, and I mean, think about it. Even during your own day, when when something happens that you just didn't expect to happen and your whole day is shot, I mean, it happens to us as adults too, but we're we are old enough, and hopefully we've been around long enough to understand how to we we know ourselves well enough to be able to adjust. But the kids just don't, you know, they don't, and we should we can't expect them to. They're they're children, even even in high school. It's you know, it's just it is what it is. It's, so I think for the next, I think so to kind of wrap this up and and really try to understand what December it's the most busiest <laughs> time of the year uh, that was in my head all day today so I guess the idea is to keep consistency make sure that the activities have you know meaning and a purpose yeah and understand that there are going to be some problems because like you said I think you made a I think it made a great point and sometimes we forget that we're dealing with kids whether right. they're 10 or whether they're 18 or whether they're 5 we're all dealing with kids so it's not to say that we can't do things that are going to be out of the ordinary but we're just going to have to know that we're going to deal with some of the the outcomes of that cuz yeah, I think yeah. to go through December and pretend like nothing else is going on no, is a mistake yeah I do it's an absolute, and and it's not realistic, you know. No, it's and I don't, I don't think realistic. so, because I think we're supposed to, you know, that we have a responsibility here. We're supposed to be providing, you know, a com comprehensive education. Um, so I think, you know, it's a little bit short-sighted to to not take all these things into consideration, or to not go there because right. somebody will say, well, you'll offend somebody, or you'll do this, or you'll do that. Yeah. No, I think we broke Twitter, by the way. You broke it. I think I broke Twitter. No, somebody did. There's an internal server error. Drats. I'm trying to tweet. Wow. I just Isn't tweeted Twitter something nine? out, but maybe I got the last one in before you broke it. <laughs> you did. <laughs> Drats. It's going to go down in history that Teresa Stagger broke <laughs> Twitter. So anything else in the in the chat room before we get to our favorite part um. of the – episode where we talk about principles oh follow. there's actually there are actually some really quick I think we can <laughs> Nick Connors as principal cast one Twitter zero <laughs> there I, you go. Think, I think Craig actually had a good question and um, maybe one that we can touch on really really quickly sure um, and I have um, I can answer it from my side of it too Craig says 
Um, Spike, were you an elementary teacher before becoming a principal? And do you think the demands on an elementary teacher around the holiday time differ from middle school and high school? So why don't you go ahead and then I'll touch on that too. That's a good question. No, I taught middle school. So God bless you. I love those middle school kids. It takes kids, a special person to be able to teach middle school. And they were it off really the chains does. all the time. So uh, the second part of the question was, I'm sorry, I forgot that question. How do you think that it... Um, do you think that the demands on an elementary teacher around holiday time differ from middle school and high school? Yes, I think so because I think they can, to a certain extent, go through a lot of this without doing the holiday parties and stuff like that. Right. I think that's still pretty much an elementary thing. So, and they're still kids, so they're right. they're little kids. They're but even you know, don't you feel like middle school? And I think this is why middle school can be such a struggle because. They are still kids. They're, I mean, they're still, like, think, like, sixth, seventh graders. They're still kids because mm -hmm. I have middle school now in my building. I have elementary and middle school. And they're, they're just they're kids in bigger bodies. They're just kids in bigger, more awkward you know? bodies. Yeah, I, I, know I mean, what you're they're, just, they're just, they're kids. They're still, I think it's a, it, and that's why it's such a difficult, I think it's a difficult age to, to try to, I don't even know as an administrator, but I know teaching, you know, because it's, they're just, they, they want to be treated more like adults and we want to treat them more like adults but they're still kids and it's it's so it's a great it's a very cool age but I and I think too on our side I taught elementary and I taught high school I didn't okay. teach middle school but I think it's very different because an elementary teacher has the kids all day long right. the same kids all day long even if they're switching but you you still have the same general class of children in high school you have one, you have six different groups or seven or eight different groups for an hour or 40 minutes or whatever at a time. So you're not really responsible for, um, for their routines, for their, um, you know, all of, all of that stuff that we're teaching in elementary school. So I think that's that the a good point. Very different for elementary than they are. I think we're also trying to build a community in the classroom and, mm -hmm. and like you said, our class. Our classes last all day unless they're departmentalized, which, but they still, it's still not the same, uh, like you said. But how do you build a community within 40 minutes to, right. to hit all this other kind of stuff? So maybe they do get away with that, but I do know that there's tons of activities and things like that that are going oh, on throughout absolutely. the school. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, the kids, even when you've got the kids for 40 minutes, it's not like that whole group of kids is moving to another class when they leave you. They're all going different ways to a different class. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that's true. You know, the community itself is much larger, and it's less, um, you know, they're, they're connected in different ways than they are in elementary school. You know, yeah. so it's, a, I mean, just a, a whole different, whole different ball game, I think. It's like an interconnected web of adolescence. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that's, want to hurt your sciatica. That's, 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 that's all right. I'm giving up. I think that would be a good topic for another. Uh, <laughs> the interconnected web of adolescence. Don't forget that one. You have to write it okay. down. All right. So let's go ahead and move to our peeps to follow the peep, the tweet peeps. Tweet the tweet peeps. peeps. Our tweet well, peeps. I'm going to go real close to home. I am going to recommend. Two, two folks, my assistant superintendent, Dr. Oh. Pam Moore. She is on Twitter at Dr. Pam Moore. I will tweet Three this out. There. You know, tweet that out. Yeah. And our superintendent at Dr. Gentile underscore MPS. They are so super supportive of everything that I'm trying to do. They are connected uh, as best they can be. And they have done a lot of great things to motivate me. They both have blogs, and they are both really value the things that that we're doing as connected leaders. So I just wanted to give them a shout out tonight, and please follow them, folks. Um, we and then have, there's Teresa has. Well, I was just gonna say before we do that, Patty um, in the chat room actually said that Dr. Pam Moore is an awesome recommendation. So wow. That's right. That's good stuff. Patty, did you know that um, that Spike works with with the two of them, or did you or do you follow do you follow Dr. Pam more? 
see. Oh, what's happening? My my computer's going crazy. I think I broke my computer. That's the problem. You did, you broke com your computer and I I know I'm breaking internet. something. That's for sure because nothing's working out well. What is well, that's so, that's really cool then. Yeah, and, so very neat stuff. That's let me see if she wrote back. Yes, she follows Pam. So oh, he's yeah. She said that she didn't know, um, that you worked for Dr. Pam. Um, my person to follow. I you know, I I like following because I'm I had a a different um, Twitter handle um, when I was a teacher, and then I I kind of jumped. And started over as an administrator really? because it's really hard to yeah I when I was teaching I I had it was at um, Teresa Stagger and it's still there but I was like I was really entwined in some administrators but mostly music people and and oh, stuff like that you. and so it's really hard to kind of reinvent yourself um, on the same thing so I created a new Twitter handle and because of that you know my follower number is very low and I'm okay with that because I have the people that you know that I, I talk to and I go with but I like kind of finding people who might um, who may not have a lot of followers but right. are good mm -hmm. great people to follow and so I have um, his he is at principal Chad and it is Chad Dennison, and he's an elementary principal in Indiana. And I know he tweets a lot back and forth with Melinda Miller, and oh, cool. uh, just has some really fun, um, fun things. I haven't, um, I haven't communicated with him a lot back and forth, but I do like to see the dialogue that happens with him and other people that I'm following. So, he is my tweet to follow. That is really cool. Yeah. And of course, we always want to give a shout out to all the cool folks who are in and supporting us every week. You know, there's just some really cool people in there. In the uh, chat room? In the chat room, you know. Yes, for sure. So you have Craig Yen and Patty George, Nick Connor. You got to go follow these folks. Yes, absolutely. And make sure that um, if you're in the chat room that you are sending a quick tweet out. Um, uh, oh yeah, Craig says he didn't catch the two people's Twitter handles. I just um, I just threw him out there, Craig. So uh, make sure that if you are in the chat room that you send out a tweet with the principal cast hashtag so that we can make sure anyone who's checking the tweets follow you. And if you're in the car and you're driving and you're listening to this right now, have no fear. You know why? We have show notes. Oh, so you I was can like, take don't tweet in the car. <laughs> you can, well, that's exactly. They're listening right now. Remember, we've, we've become this new mental model that we're talking to people who may be driving right. in the car. Yes, right. crazy, right? Other people. Crazy. It's like wizardry. But what I'm saying to those people is don't get your cell phones out right now. That's right. Or don't your fret. mobile devices. Just go back and look at the, go look at the show notes. And you yeah. know where those show notes are? Where are they? Should be on principalcast.com, www.principalcast.com. And, and everything. Also, yeah, everything say, is there. Everything is where. It's like. That's, it's all there. That's where our links live. Where do our links live? They live at, at principalcast.com. No, so I was like, trying no, to say. No, that's not what it happens. No, no. He's, head. He's like, you're done. Go away. Finish exactly. Up. He's like, no, you're done. You're done. Teacher cast. Teacher cast. Oh, for goodness sake. Well, we have to change it in the show notes. Good grief. <laughs> it's, I'm following the show notes. It's at teachercast.com. Jeff, can, can you can take out that last, like, eight seconds. So we recommend to follow Teacher Cast because Jeff is, um, you know, the person who does everything for us, yes. and thank God for him because... I would clearly Spike and I would be lost. <laughs> we would we still would be, be lost. we would still be FaceTiming each other. I, it would be bad. Um, so I would have probably been uh, writing you hand notes and mailing it to pigeons. you. If it wasn't for if it wasn't for teacher cast. Carrier pigeons getting stuck in the snow in the Lions game. It would be bad. So please be sure to follow at TeacherCast on Twitter, TeacherCast.net for blogs and resources, and TeacherCast TV for podcasts. We also have our principal podcast hosts, Dr. Spike Cook, who can be found at 
www.drspikecook.com or at drspikecook on Twitter. Jessica Johnson, who although is not here um, physically, she is here in spirit and we miss her. Jessica Johnson, www.principalj.net or at principalj on Twitter. And I am Teresa Stagger, www.principalstagger.blogspot.com and I am at principalstagger on Twitter. And That's it's all in the awesome. show notes on teachercast.com if you are dot in the dot net. Good grief. Teachercast.net. And also, oh coffee. boy. And it's at sciatica. It's uh, gotta be. <laughs> and next that. week, folks, we are <sighs> going to be hosting the author of this book. I don't know if you can see it, but it is called Short on Time. How do I make time to lead and learn as a principal? It will be our last show. <gasps> Last show of 2013. Um, 2013, and that is Bill Sterrett. If you would like to please spread the word on that, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. ASCD is really excited about this. TeacherCast is excited. We've been reading our books, and we're getting prepared for this interview. It is going to be off the chains. Yes, it's going to be great. We are super excited, and it's going to be an awesome way to end 2013. Um it, it's just Craig. Craig is freaking out. Craig, it's not the last show forever. Just 2013. It's okay. Um, and make sure, for those of you who aren't in the chat room right now, which according to Jeffrey's numbers, there's, there are a lot of you, please be sure to vote for TeacherCast on the EduBlog Awards for Best Podcast and Google Best Podcast or Google Hangouts for Educators. And, and TeacherCast is actually up for a lot, several awesome EduBlog Awards. So please, 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 Check those out. Vote for Jeff. He's amazing. Even though you don't physically see him on the show, he's amazing. He's here. He does probably eight times more than we do. It's That's the truth. Right. He's awesome. We love him. And he's a father of triplets, which none of us can say. So None of us can say. That's right. So I think with that, uh, we are going to principal cast out Principal cast out. And, and have Jeff roll the credits. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Bye.